Listener discretion is always advised. Let's go ahead and just uh, try to get into some of the topics that are on the lips or on the tongues or just within discussion right now like this. Do you think maybe there'd be a women's, a men's, and then that community, you know, have their own? Wait a minute. What community? If we create a third category, it's really just another place for men to win. And we always win. It will be a male who identifies as a woman. Be That's right, bitch. Beating out the females who identify as men. No. That's right, sis. Third category. So Mr. Thomas, William Thomas, could have had a delusion in his head that he's a woman. Like most people who feel the way that they feel right now and want to try to tell you that it's real right now. It's delusional. While competing against other men, instead, we had to reconfigure all of our systems so Riley with XX chromosomes had to compete against delusional freak with XY chromosomes, so then she had to tie. Here's the problem with the trans thing. Tell him. Please tell him. Tell him. Why do we have to change our systems for your mental problem? Why? We don't. We won't. Compete in the chromosomal category that you were born into. You can't create a new one. This is one of the big problems, is that we should not have to redesign society. And we should not have even started in the all, I mean, the whole factual point of most of it is that since we are under the impression that we are in control of society, when society starts to do something that seems abnormal, we automatically point out the abnormality in that because our society is controlled by corporations and those corporations have ties to Big Pharma. But then again, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Thank you, grandson. Continue. Just because you're tormented. Mr. Thomas is a broken person. Only Jesus can heal Mr. Thomas. And we actually did him a disservice by furthering his campaign of brokenness into the female category. A properly configured society says, bro, you got problems, let's help you. But we're not gonna have you go create more chaos and confusion and be a thief against women that competed their whole lives to become NCAA champions. This is a topic that I constantly rest on in this podcast because as soon as this becomes normalized if your child wants to become a motherfucking unicorn your child will become a motherfucking unicorn and, and guess who has to feed the unicorn guess who has to buy the unicorn a barn guess who has to do all the things that a unicorn doesn't need to get done for a unicorn because it's a unicorn and it doesn't fucking exist. And even though I tell you these things, and these are things that you already know, I still have to reiterate one thing, and that's that, uh... This is for masters, this technique. You know what's going on. It's Tuesday. I love you, Bobby. My name is Justice. 
This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. I didn't take yesterday off. I spent a little time just meditating. There'd be a lot of things rambling around in my brain. Sometimes it's better for me just to sit down and shut the fuck up, man. My dad once told me that the most, well not the most, one of the most important lessons that he learned in his life was just to put a button on it. I had to think to myself, I don't own any shirts with buttons. Does that apply? I don't know, but I'm going to go ahead and try not to hurt you soft-skinned individuals' feelings. But this is still my piece. You know, I drop in with a little bit of information here and again, just hopefully, I hope that some of this is starting to resonate, that I don't hate nobody. Truthfully, I don't give a fuck about a majority of people, but I love everybody, and I want everybody to have the best experience it is that they can have in the time that it is when they live their life, their lifetimes. But most people, they don't give a fuck about that. They want to exploit you. They want to use you. They want to get you into doing things that only benefit them. Well, I'm not them, nor do I kick it with they. I'm just a him. I'm just a guy with nine kids in a garage operating from from stolen electricity. I can't even, I can't even lie correct. I apologize. You know goddamn well. This is just a podcast, right? You know that you shouldn't get tight as soon as it is that I start talking. But the reality of where it is that we live right now, which is when we live right now, is a lot of people, they, they want to be things that they are not. And now we have this, this pedestal, this thing that people have termed platform. We have these platforms to where people who you don't even know have more validity in the words that it is that they say than the people who actually love you or who, or are who you, the motherfuckers in your circle. Shit, I'm tired of trying to be all eloquent and shit like that. People are willing to take advice from individuals who have never met them, who do not want to know them, who do not care about them. And sometimes that is a good thing, especially if you are enclosed in a circumference of hating-ass individuals. And no matter what it is that you do, no matter... What it is that you want to do, if the people that's around you don't support you, are they really your friends? I think that that's a fair, I think that that's a very fair question. Are the people who actually are in that enclosed circle that you have created? Because we all create these circles where we exclude family members who don't necessarily benefit us or... We exclude the people that, I don't know if we call it torturous or, or mean, however word it is, you exclude those people from your life. And then you create this bubble, 
of people who it is that you think you feel that you can trust. And then once you, once you further your life pursuits, if those people don't support you, are you to blame them or are you to blame the fact that you picked these individuals as part of a circle of protection and it failed? Basically, the question is this. Are you willing to blame yourself for your own actions? I don't know. I don't know what you do. Truthfully, half the time, I don't even want to tell you what I do. But when I start to think of deep thoughts like that, I, I always go to this. I mean, it's deep. Pretty damn deep, man. And of course, like usual, it's not loading because that's the way it goes. Down the night. Well, all right. What? I don't want no relationship with a broke bitch. bitch. Call it what you want to. Call it what you gonna do. She not gonna do shit. I don't want, want no relationship with your broke ass. Call it what you want to. Don't call me. What you see is what you get, get, you ain't gonna get, get, shit. that's why we never been to the movies in the park in the dark holding hands, that's why I like fucking with you hoochie groupie, y'all don't really want no that's why we never been to the beach, water splashing on our feet, why we tanning in the sand, no, on the night. It's going on tonight. See, you have to revert. Well, at least I revert to comedy when things get too just, I, I don't know, muddy, murky, unrecognizable. And when that comedy starts to begin, I, I can't help but to do shit like this. evaluation It's quite standard. Okay, sure. Let's get it started then, shall we? I want you to imagine that you're living on a city block. Okay. On this block, there's a red house, a green house, a blue house, and a white house. Okay. Sure. Red man lives in the red house, the green man lives in the green house, and the blue man lives in the blue house. Okay. Now, who lives in the white house? The white man. <laughs> you racist motherfucker. No, I'm sorry. The president lives in the white house. You're retarded. <laughs> what? Here's a pamphlet. It details just a couple well, of services. No, 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 no wait, wait, back up, position. back up. Did, did you just call me retarded? I just diagnosed you retarded. Yes, you are retarded, and so am I. And, and, and I, I can't, I, I can't lie. I'm a dumbass. I talk big shit, and, and with that big shit comes a loud smell. And, and, and if you can't smell it, maybe somebody should have told you that I don't give a fuck. In the wilds of American politics we encounter a remarkable tale of transformation. Our protagonist, a young idiotic bartender, embarks on an astonishing journey that takes her from behind the bar to the corrupt halls of Congress over- ooh, ooh, ooh. I know who this is. This AOC. Overnight, this young jackass, not known for her intellectual prowess, is driven by a fervent commitment to woke ideology. As she ascends into the halls of corruption, our young jackass is filled with idealism and vodka. 
determined to implement her idiotic ideas. Hey, she likes to drink. Pour that shit up, bitch. However, the road ahead is fraught with challenges, and her extremely low intellect quickly becomes even more apparent. Hey, you gonna stop calling this bitch dumb. She's not dumb. She's retarded. Her woke policies lead to chaos, and the area she represents becomes even more of a shithole. Illegal immigration surges, straining local resources. Poverty deepens, casting a shadow of despair over the community. Drugs and crime grip the region, leaving its residents regretting putting a bartender in charge of their city. It appears that our young jackasses' lack of intellect and dumbass notions are screwing the very people she was supposed to serve. Wait a second. I'm still waiting for my drinks. The story of this young jackass in Congress is a cautionary tale of putting a bartender in charge of more than making margaritas. However, a glimmer of hope emerges for this air-headed imbecile as an elderly jackass nears the end of her reign of stupidity. Oh, Pelosi. Creating an opportunity for this younger, even more dim-witted jackass to fill the void. Please spay or neuter your political jackasses or vote them out of office. I mean, that was just beautiful. You know what else is beautiful? When, when you talk about mental illness and mental capacity and capabilities and understanding and, 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 you know, completely grasping lessons learned. You can say someone is on the spectrum, but you can't tell somebody on the spectrum that you own another spectrum yourself. This is 10-year-old autistic student, Kenzie, who was suspended from Manor Lakes College recently after an incident involving a transgender student using the girls' restroom. Oh, so, no, 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 you guess, but I'm pretty sure I already know what's going to happen. Continue. Kenzie's mother, Stacy Lawler, is speaking out, saying her daughter was suspended without any educational support regarding inclusion. She was very confused. This child stated to Kenzie that she presents as a girl, but she was born a boy. Which means that this child who is on the spectrum and is a small woman, a baby girl, a female child, was in the bathroom and there was a boy in the bathroom presenting himself as a girl and the elevator stopped at the floor that it was supposed to stop at. And that floor is called Sanity. <laughs> On August 21st, a situation unfolded at the school that left her feeling confused and uncomfortable. According to Stacy Lawler, her 10-year-old daughter Kenzie, who is autistic, encountered a transgender student using the girls' restroom. In response to the incident, the school issued a two-day suspension to Kenzie. Okay. Was this trans child, this abused child, was this abused little girl standing over the toilet and peeing? I mean, girls don't do that. I know y'all squat. But stand? I mean, I take that back. There's a there's a show called Utopia, and I saw a girl with her leg. She was standing up and peeing. It looked disgusting. But but 
This is not normal behavior from a lady. Stacy Lawler attended a meeting with school officials where she requested the suspension be lifted. Um, being autistic, things are very black and white. Um, she had no previous knowledge. She needed support, and there was no support provided to my daughter. Okay, so are we now going to completely ignore that there are actually people out there with needs that are special? Or are we only going to specialize the needs of people who are so far into mental illness that we ignore what it is that has been documented, what has been studied, what has been implemented on the spectrum, autism. This is not a condition of feeling uncomfortable because you were born the wrong gender. There is no surgery that can fix that. There is no hormone blockers or no other shit that it is that they've ever presented to any parent, to an autistic child, that would change the way that that child, unless it's drugs, they'll give you some drugs. How is it that I can speak from this place, you may ask? I have a son that's autistic. However, the school refused her request. Despite Manor Lakes College's stated values of valuing and empowering children to participate in decisions which affect their lives, Stacy claims that her daughter was suspended without receiving any education or support on the matter. Because you cannot teach that to someone exactly how it is that the mother explained. Autistic children, they're better than me and you at most things. They see straight to the point. They understand things that me and you don't. They just don't verbalize it the way that we were taught to communicate. So they are out of an element, or, or maybe the, 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 the right statement is we are not in the element of which it is that they exist. They, they don't give a damn about your feelings. It is what it is, what it was, what it is. And accessing the toilets, Kenzie then said that you have boy parts um, and you need to use the boys' toilets. What's wrong with that? Kenzie's grandmother also attended the meeting alongside Stacy Lawler. However, she claims they were asked to leave the meeting, leaving them with unanswered questions. I tried to explain to Scott, um, the principal, that, you know, what, where was the support for Kenzie? And he just kept saying, you know, this is warranted. Um, and I eventually said, you know, look, I think the media needs to know about this. There are other students in that class. Um, you know, parents should be aware. And this is the thing. It is warranted by who? By what? Especially if this type of shit is happening in America. This is a country that is supposed to be for the brethren, for our countrymen, not for corporations or pharmaceutical companies to be able to use their leverage with funding for school districts to push a pop a, a pop a, 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 
I wouldn't even say propaganda, but to push a a movement onto our youth, which will make our youth in turn depend on them for the rest of their lives. And, and maybe you don't understand what it is that I'm saying. If you are a parent and you have a child in school, maybe you've already understood that that your child will not spend the rest of their life with you. Your days are limited. The best way for any company to have access to a patient that they need to keep coming back is to get inside the mind of a child. Once you get inside the mind of a child, once that parent is gone, guess who the child runs to? Matter as a matter in effect, even if the parent is there now, it is warranted that children have the rights to tell their own parents what to do. I mean, I just said it, grandson. It's, 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 it's the truth. Papa. Grandson, what's up, dude? Go okay. I'm trying. Um, just in case the situation happens to them. And as soon as I mentioned media, Scott asked us to leave. Wyndham TV reached out to the Minister for Education for an interview but received no response. The lack of communication has left Kenzie's family frustrated and seeking answers. According to the suspension notice, Kenzie was accused of behaving in a manner that posed a danger, whether actual, perceived, or threatened, to the health, safety, or well-being of any person. The accusation stemmed from what the school deemed a highly inappropriate remark Kenzie made about a person's identified gender and the use of the bathrooms. This remark reportedly caused emotional distress to another student. Despite the emotional upset experienced by Kenzie, her mother believes that her daughter's confusion and lack of understanding were not taken into consideration. It's, it's not right. What he has done, he's made a decision based off verbal communication and not taking into consideration that everybody with a disability needs to be heard. So now, now, of all people, this community is leveraging mental mind property over children who have actual disabilities. Children who were born with something that is going to conflict them for the rest of their lives because they don't look you in the eyes. Some stupid shit like that. But a person who feels like they in the wrong body, they can hold a complete conversation. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> That's the tree. <coughs> they can hold a complete conversation with you and lie right through their teeth and look you in your eyes while they do it. That hasn't even been examined yet. We haven't even gotten, we haven't even peeled back the first layer of this shit. And, and they want to, them, they, them, all of these motherfuckers, they want to get as much power as it is that's humanly possible so that even if you are questioned about what it is that you think that you may or may not be in the moment and that's constantly fluidly changing like a river that turns into an ocean, even if you question that, there's so much power behind the movement that a special needs child 
can be suspended from school. The suspension of 10-year-old Kenzie has raised questions about how schools address incidents involving gender identity and inclusion, particularly when students may not fully understand the complexities of the issue. There is no complexity. The only thing that's complex about it is that we have now learned that the country, if you did not already know it, you should definitely know right now that this country is for sale. If you have the right amount of money, you can, you can, you know, you, you can affect the educational system. You could lobby every single congressperson that it is into a form or a way. What is that? You could lobby these, 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 these Congress people, these governors and, and the legislative branch. You, you, you could lobby them and give them enough money to where they completely ignore what their constituents are asking for. That is what Big Pharma is doing at the moment. And not only that, it, it, it goes so much more deeper. Whether it be Kenzie or any other child, there should have been more support for Kenzie. I mean, this, this is a, a terrible thing. And, and as much as I hate to keep coming back to, to what it is that we're all going through, it seems like we're living in an alternate reality. It seems like one morning I woke up and I literally had to ask, what dimension did I wake up in this morning? Now y'all are gonna call me the matrix breaker after I show you all the information that this movie does exist. I got the clip. Now, a lot of y'all think that this movie is getting confused for this one. Kazam with Shaq, but nope, they both exist. But if that ain't enough for you, I got the actor, Sinbad, saying that he never made that movie, and I'm gonna prove him wrong. This is what y'all call the Mandela effect, right? Oh, we got they ass. Trust me. Pay attention. Welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your yep, order? Yep. And then you do damn Shazam. Right? No, never happened. There's no Shazam. Wait a minute. The movie was a bad movie. No, they think, everybody thinks Shazam is, is the Mandela effect. Nigga, what? Everybody swears I did a movie called Shazam. Now, I was a kid. I was a kid. And me and my two little brothers saw this movie, but this guy, he goes a little bit deeper than just me telling you. I got your ass. I'm going to do Got your ass. Sinbad, Sinbad, What is that? What you're listening to is an actual clip from this movie called Shazam. Is that not a genie bottle? Watch what comes out. You recognize that voice? Maybe some of y'all don't. Y'all still got milk behind your ears. Milk on your breath, water behind your ears. Boom! Y'all are not Tina. Who is that, y'all? Wait till the end. He gonna say the name, too. But he never made it. What happened to saying hello? Y'all say it don't exist, huh? Okay. I believe we got off on the wrong foot. Don't come any closer. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start all over, right? 
I'm gonna introduce myself. Okay. I am Shazam! I'm the genie of the land. Got him! And you are. You're not a genie. Genies aren't real. Every time I come up. Every time. Every time. I mean, what dimension did you wake up in this morning? I have to ask people that who listen to the podcast. Do, do, do you? Does it feel normal? Does it? Does it feel like it's something that uh you know? Uh, does something seem off? I mean, because depending on who it is that you follow or what it is that you listen to. You could learn some new information. I learn new shit every single day. I just learned this yesterday. To offer an amendment to the national to NDAA to task the Pentagon IG to probe whether ticks were ever weaponized. What? Wait, 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 wait. You talking about ticks? The little bug that's in the forest that jumps on you. We finna talk about if they used an insect as a weapon? Continue. With Lyme disease with lot or any other dangerous pathogen our legislation passed the house but died in the senate was told that the ig did not have sufficient capacity or bandwidth uh, to investigate you don't have sufficient capacity or bandwidth stop using those kind of words and use the words that most people can understand but continue so tonight the new smith peterson amendment instead tests the GAO with that job. For years, Mr. Speaker, books and articles have been written credibly asserting that significant research at Fort Detrick in Plum Island and elsewhere was conducted to turn ticks into bioweapons. In her book, Bitten, The Secret History of Lyme Disease and Biological Weapons, Chris Newby includes interviews with Dr. Willie Berkdorfer, the researcher who is credited with discovering Lyme disease. Turns out that Dr. Bergdorfer was a bioweapons specialist. The interviews combined with access to Dr. Bergdorfer's files reveals that he and other bioweapons specialists stuffed ticks with pathogens in a quest to cause disability disease and death. Mr. Speaker, with Lyme disease and other tick-borne diseases exploding in the United States, an estimated 300,000 to 427,000 cases, new cases each year, and 10 to 20 percent of those people with chronic Lyme, Americans have a right to know whether or not any of this is true. To offer an amendment to the national to NDAA to task the Pentagon IG to probe whether ticks were ever weaponized with Lyme disease or any other dangerous pathogen. Our legislation passed the House but died in the Senate. It was told that the IG did not have sufficient capacity or bandwidth uh, to investigate. Well, what do you think? How do you feel? Huh? Uh, I mean, I had to jump up and go run and answer my door real quick. So it played itself twice. But what, what, what? Is that normal for government to weaponize an insect and even if they have weaponized an insect, to completely tell the people who paid for that insect, said insect, to be weaponized, we just go ahead and tell you, we just do what the fuck we want to do with your money. It doesn't matter. You know what? You know what? You're asking too many questions. Take your ass to work. I mean, I tell you that because there's so many weird things going on right now. I mean, there's pounds of cocaine washing up 
on Texas beaches, $2.3 million of cocaine washed up on a Texas beach. And, and it, it, it just goes to, to me, all of these things are connected because when you go to work and they take that money out of your check, that money is supposed to be allocated into programs to help keep this country strong, to help keep the infrastructure up, to make sure that your neighborhood and your environment is something that not only you are proud of or, 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 or is safe enough for you to let your kids play outside at, but it seems like a majority of the money that's being taken away is going towards things that have nothing to do with what it is that the Americans, us, really want. And, and you know, it doesn't matter what you want because you're going to get what it is that they give you and you better not say shit. Today is October the 3rd. It's 11.15 a.m. In 24 hours... In 24 hours from this time, there's going to be a national alert that will be going out. Did you know about it? Hey, everybody. Cohen here with Cohen's Phone Repairs. Today, I have an update on 5G. Now, everybody says don't get a 5G phone because they're dangerous because of the 5G. Now, I have two 5G phones in front of me. Right there is where the 5G chip is supposed to be. And right there is where the 5G chip is supposed to be. But it's not there. I'm sorry to break this to everybody, but every phone, and again, I fix phones every day, so you can take me, you can take this from a reliable source. There's not a single phone in Canada that supports 5G. There's not a single carrier in Canada that supports 5G. It's a marketing scam. There's no such thing as 5G in this phone. What you're investing in is 5G for the future. So they're charging 200 extra dollars for 5G when it's not even there. Wait a second. My phone says 5G. Are you telling me that this just is a number that makes me feel better and that the technology... You know what? Go ahead. I don't know if this speaks wonders to you, but I think the government's doing other things with the 5G towers. So if this doesn't say something to you, I don't know what will. But again, I fix phones every day, and every 5G phone I fix does not even have a 5G chip in it. And right there is where it's supposed to go. Well, maybe you don't know that tomorrow everybody's supposed to turn into zombies. That, that, that's the, the rumor. That's the conspiracy theory for, 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 uh, for tomorrow is that around 1120 Pacific Standard Time, 220, Eastern Standard Time, they're going to send out a signal. And that signal is going to go to every single smart device that you own that's powered up. And even if it's powered off, because now they have taken the capability of you being able to remove the battery from your phone, everyone is already, without choice, opted in to hear this sound. It, it just it makes me... It makes me wonder, like, why? Why do we all have to hear the sound? I mean, the conspiracies, I, I should do it. I'm going to do a conspiracy tomorrow. 
tomorrow I will be doing a conspiracy near me just on this because it will be the day. One thing that's not a conspiracy, one thing that I did not fully observe was something, I don't even know how to word this. One thing I did not observe that was very apparent to some people in the Shrek movie. <laughs> it's this right here. Listen. Shrek and Fiona chose to be sloppy, earwax-eating ogres instead of being white. <laughs> Wait a second. You're going to have to run that back. Shrek and Fiona chose to be sloppy, earwax-eating ogres instead of being white. Ooh. Stop. Y'all not ready for that, though. No. I'm going to go to sleep. Please. Get your motherfucking pillow. Please go to sleep. You just ruined Shrek. Or did you make it better? She said Shrek and Fiona would rather be earwax-eating trolls, green ghouls, goblins, than to be white people. I, I, I didn't say it. I just repeated what it is that, that she said. Damn, that's a very... That's... The internet is 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 undefeated, and and when I say undefeated, what I mean is this: you gotta be careful what it is that you put on the internet, and who it is you talk to on the internet, because some shit you did years ago, it could come back and bite you in the ass. Um, but at the end of the day, he wrote a book, so. You know who that is. That is the culture vulture expertise himself, Mr. Vlad PD. Yes, I don't know if you know this, and I'm pretty sure you do, but Keefy D, the guy who's been running around and also running his mouth about what happened to Tupac, the greatest rapper ever to, alive, ever to be alive, the greatest, the, to me, in my book, the greatest ever. He's been running around getting money off of talking about murdering Tupac. Well, he sat down and he talked to Vlad PD. And Vlad did exactly what any other responsible reporter would do. And that's just make him explain what it is that he already has said. My interview had an outline and a blueprint of the book that he wrote. So See? If you watch the interview whenever he didn't want to answer a question, I'm like, well, but the book said... Yeah, see? ...that you said X, Y, and Z. So, if you don't want to talk about it, you should have written about it. This is my exact theory on most rappers. You see, you talk about murder, you talk about bricks, and you talk about hoes, and you talk about shit. But then when somebody asks you about it, you say real niggas don't talk. Or gangsters. No, 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 no. You were just talking about lean and shooting niggas in between and all this. Come on, come on. I mean, you said that shit. I didn't say that shit. This is the exact same thing that Vlad used against Keefe. And this is why Keefe is sitting in jail right now. That's the way I look at it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was an interesting interview. I, I felt that... Uh, 
it, it got rid of all the conspiracy theories around it because if you notice, not only did I do the interview, but it was cross-referencing a lot of other interviews that I did from Edie of the Outlaws to Napoleon to the first responder to Greg Kading to all these other people. So it's like some of the things didn't fully line up, but most of the important stuff did. So, so that's why I say I kind of solved it because like he- Look it, and he took credit. Now this is crazy because on this interview, Vlad says that he solved it, but in other interviews, he's saying that he's not working with the police. So uh, does that make him an investigative reporter now? I mean, what classification is he going to take up now after this has happened? And I don't care what nobody says. I'm not a big Vlad TV watching guy. I, I, I'm truthfully amazed that so many people would sit down and divulge so much information, especially with somebody that does not look like them, with somebody that cannot understand them. At least he can only understand you up until a certain point. And then after that, he has to abandon certain things. There are certain things that he could never experience just, just like me. There are only certain things that you can say that you understand about me, and there are only certain things that I can say I only understand about you. And there are those hidden things. And Vlad's hidden thing is this. He's a white boy with red hair. He has a red beard. How many times have you seen Vlad? Here is like, if you watch this from beginning to end, you'd be hard pressed to say that the government killed Tupac or that Suge Knight had him assassinated while sitting in the car and getting grazed himself. Uh, or that Tupac's still alive and he's out in Cuba somewhere. He, you know, it was a, a very clear chain of events that you know, these chain of events are happening in neighborhoods across the world, right? But you know what he did not say? Do you know what he didn't say? That he was very cautious in saying? Is that when he lined up all of those interviews, there was one person whose name kept constantly coming up. One person who actually put money towards this murder. And if you don't know who that person is, I mean, maybe you should take that, take that. I'm talking about the daddy of puffs. I'm talking about the itty of the titties. I'm talking about puff daddy, Sean Combs. Sean Combs gave somebody, Zip, I believe, this guy named Zip, a million dollars for the murder. Now this is a legend, this is all a legend, but Vlad, was one of the guys, because a lot of people have been lining up this storyline with all of these interviews. Vlad was one of those guys to actually get Keefe to keep saying the shit over and over again. And if you think about it, Puffy been kind of trying to be cool with everybody. He been giving everybody back their publishing rights and all kinds of shit like that. He just dropped an album where he's on, it looks like he's on the LGBTQ community side. I mean, hey. <laughs> That, that that could be a safe space. You know, they, they, they come out like none other. If you don't believe me, look at the Beyonce concerts. But anyway, what I'm saying is, 
there is something that's a brewing in the background. And it's going to be very interesting within the next six months to see exactly unfolds with this shit because we don't know. We have, I have no idea what could happen. One thing I do know is that um, I create a lot of reels. And when I do create a lot of reels, uh, I feel good. I do. I feel great. I think I'm going to bring, not, the, not a reel that I created, but a derivative. This is something that I created a reel from. Listen. Getting some slow playback today. I'm check my updates. Is your shoulder strap too tight and annoying? Introducing the Tinny Bear, the cute little guy that eliminates all those problems. Designed to make driving more comfortable, the Tinny Bear snaps onto your shoulder strap and moves up and down to remove the pressure wherever you need it. My shoulder strap used to pull so tight I could hardly breathe. Now with the Tinny Bear, I really enjoy traveling again. Me too. Put me right on your chest in between those two breasts. The patent-pending design swivels to work from either the driver's side or passenger seat and fits all makes and models. Mm. My wife used to always complain about the pressure from her shoulder belt. Fuck you. What is you doing in this commercial? This is called the Titty Bear. Not anymore. And the Titty Bear worked so great, he got one for himself too. Hey, what the fuck you mean? Call and order your Titty Bear right now. Yeah, you can always get the titty bear at www.justicepeacepod. Just go there. <laughs> Just type in Justice Peace Pod. <laughs> I'm going to be selling this titty bear. Believe it or not, I'm going to find a way to patent this titty bear. And I'm going to distribute it. That's going to be my first piece of merch. I, I, I think I haven't... That, that's that's going to be... That's it. The, titty bear. This is the titty bear. You know what? I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm done. I'm finished. At this time, pull out your phones. Like, rate, subscribe, share if you care. I would greatly appreciate it. Every single one of these episodes is recorded in one sitting. I do not re-record, do go-backs, and I don't take episodes down, you clowns. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Try not to hurt anybody in the process you do not have to become a redistribution service of hurt and pain last but not least every single one of these episodes is dedicated to the life love legacy and the memory of my mother Paige. i love you mama i miss you baby my name is justice and this is my peace <laughs>